Oh my gosh, Alex, Halloween is tomorrow. Are you excited? You mean Samhain, also known as All Hallows' Eve, also known as Halloween? Predating Christianity, the Celtic holiday was celebrated on the one night between autumn and winter, when the barrier between the living and the dead was thinnest, and often involved rituals that included human sacrifice. Um, okay, well, don't forget to help me with the eyes! And welcome to our final mini-sode of the month, our second tangential terror of the month. Uh, As always, I am Anya. I'm Alex. I am so happy that tomorrow is Halloween, (laughs) the best fucking day of the year. Literally. I'm so excited. I can work (laughs) off. I'm not doing shit but watching spooky movies all day. I'm so excited. Did you really take work off? I took Monday and Tuesday off, bitch. Bitch, I also took work off. I do not work on Halloween. That is like my, that's my religious holiday. Yeah. When I put in like the work requests and you have to like put why, I was like, I'll be busy all day. That's fucking (laughs) why. I almost was like, it's a religious holiday for me, but I was like, I'm not going to do all that, even though I feel that way. Um, But hi, creeps. Welcome to our Tangential Terror mini-sode on the one and only uh, Trick or Treat Michael Doherty's. I had to ask Alice how to pronounce that last name. I'm, I'm getting better. Uh, Michael Doherty's uh, 2007 Halloween masterpiece. Um, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Uh, and obviously this is tangential off of our main Pumpkinhead episode. Uh, and if you're wondering why, it's because they both have fucking pumpkin heads. That's Yeah, I mean, it. Pumpkinhead is kind of Sam's, <laughs> like, father in my eyes. No, literally. It's beautiful. Sam when, is when- son of Pumpkinhead. When Sam takes, when Sam's mask gets ripped off in the final scene, and you get to see his fucking squishy little pumpkin head, <gasps> it's everything. It's everything. No, it actually gets harder to watch it. Like you think every time I'm gonna be like more <laughs> chill about it, but I'm just like, I fucking need it. My favorite thing is, oh my god, the way I'm like screaming, like I'm like Harry Styles or some shit. Like that's how I feel about fucking Sam. I'm like, there he is. Um. But the scene right after the kids go to the principal's house, I think it's after he's killed mm-hmm. that kid on the porch. Spoiler, I don't know why the fuck you're listening if you haven't seen the movie, but um and they like leave and then Sam's standing right behind them. And this is so specific, but he, he has his little like fingerless glove hand. Ah! I have to like I'm gonna like <laughs> I'm not gonna make it through this episode, bitch. I'm gonna be tweaking the whole time. And then he puts his little he like aggressively like <laughs> like puts his little hand in the pumpkin and like <laughs> pulls out a little candy bar and already I'm just like he's the he's the cutest little baby and then he turns around he walks away and he has a little butt flap on his Girl, I was gonna bring up jumper. the butt flap bitch it's my, it's my favorite thing of his entire wardrobe because oh I know the butt flap is so fucking cute why does he need that it's and it has two little buttons <gasps> I, know. <sighs> I know I know it's everything I, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to be hospitalized because of his cute aggression <laughs> No, literally, like, it's taking so much time to punch a fucking hole in the wall. Um, 
But yeah, so obviously also what I think is great about this movie, two things that I will say, which is my, my I don't know that they're controversial takes, but I'm sure for somebody they're controversial okay. takes. I will go on record with my full chest and say, I think that one, this is the greatest horror anthology ever made, in my opinion. Okay. And then my second one is, I think this is the greatest Halloween movie ever made. I'm not going to argue just with you like, on either. Yeah. I would say that, like, if I was going to s- compare it to any other, in- like, horror anthology, it would probably be the shirt I'm wearing, which is Creepshow. Um, right. But, you know, you can't really compare the two. They're so different in terms yeah. of, like, modern day horror anthologies. I do think that this is on, on like, a, uh, a level of just it's a really fun experience to watch. But also yeah. in a technical standpoint, the way that all of the stories – intermingle and the way that they it's structured with like the timing it's just so crisp and there's always like little reveals being dropped here and there which tie everything together it's just like really really well done the writing the the editing everything is just like so spot on that yeah I'm hard pressed to find an anthology that is better because I feel like so many other anthologies for the most part do the thing of like oh this is story one and Mm -hmm. then story two and maybe they'll have like that overarching story that kind of like comes in between each big story. Whereas this, it's like, no, we're just constantly circulating through all of them. And it's one big like pretzel instead of it being like this story and then this story and this, this story, you know? Yes. And, and that's a huge reason for me why I think it's, uh, yeah, because it's just a a well-made movie in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It's, it manages to be really fun. It manages to be really creative and original. It manages Mm -hmm. to be scary um which sometimes it's hard to get all three of those girl as much as we want them um but yeah that's the thing it's just like and i'm not saying there's anything overtly wrong with the other horror anthology thing like there are other horror anthologies i really like that either yeah it's just mm-hmm. like there's there's either no wraparound it's just like okay here's chapter one here's story one uh chapter two different story like bang 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 and um or it is like they have like the wraparound of it's like, oh, we're all sitting in front of the campfire and, mm-hmm. you know, like at the very end, like something crazy will happen. But like in the meantime, we're just telling these stories. Th- there's nothing wrong with those. But like I think it's really impressive that you can like have them all exist in the same world. And like what's also fun is it's not even like, oh, well, this story ends as this person walks by this person. We're going to follow them now and do their story. It's like right. the timelines are overlapped. So you're seeing people at different times and you're putting things together and you're like, oh, yeah, OK, that makes sense. They even open up with something that isn't one of the stories and then they bring it back timeline wise in a way that doesn't feel like annoying of like, OK, remember where we started? This is everything that happened before that. And now we're back to it with the whole like taking the decorations down shit. Um, and then I, I think my stance for the Halloween movie of it all, I have the unique experience of I also watched Halloween 1978 yesterday as well. I rewatched it, which I think many people would consider in their eyes, like the greatest mm-hmm. Halloween centric mm-hmm. movie. Um, because when I think about it, like to me, I'm like, you can't even be in competition, in my opinion, to be like the best Halloween movie. If your movie does not take place on Halloween, like point blank period. Obviously there's a bunch of movies that I will watch at Halloween time that do not necessarily do that. But like in terms of this, they have to take place on Halloween. So it's like, Mm -hmm. like there's obvious big contenders. And like, I feel like if one would take Halloween or they pick something more like, I guess like more PG-13, like Hocus Pocus or Halloween Town, which I also fucking ride for. And I love, um, Mm -hmm. But this, I feel like, perfectly captures. Because the thing is, like, it's more adult, which I like. Mm -hmm. 
You get fucking crazy, like, actual, like, horror shit, stuff like that. Like, people dying, all this shit. But the thing about it is when I think even about, like, Halloween, like, Michael Myers' Halloween, you don't get a lot of, like, the actual Halloween holiday of it all, I feel like, when you're watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, sure, it happens on Halloween, but, like, we don't really see trick-or-treating. It's just mainly Lori in terms of Halloween stuff, like, being in the house. And, like, they're doing stuff. They're watching, like, a scary movie. They're carving a pumpkin. But, like, she doesn't even take Tommy trick-or-treating. Which, that always kills me with that movie. I'm just like, is he going to go trick-or-treating? What the fuck? <laughs> um you can't miss out where like this has all of it it has like the pumpkin carving the handing out the candy the trick-or-treating the jack-o'-lanterns like everything under the fucking sun and it's it's chef's kiss i fucking love it yeah i think it's like the quintessential halloween movie too because it because of all of the different stories it kind of caters to every age range where like you do have the sequences where it's like the little boy carving a pumpkin with his dad. You have the mm-hmm. kids trick-or-treating. You have the like young teens taking the like jack-o'-lanterns to go do like a prank on this like girl at school. Um, you know, you have the the older people who are drunk at the parade and they're like, she, like, you know, the woman at the beginning is like fed up and she's ready to go to bed and put all the decorations away. Like you get all the iterations. You have the grumpy old man who's fucking sick of Halloween mm-hmm. and wants these damn kids to get off his lawn. Like it encapsulates what the holiday is for like all kinds of people. And so I think no matter who you are, you're going to be able to watch it and feel like you can connect to some part, some character because you're like, however you feel about Halloween is probably reflected through one of the stories. Um, and, you know, you have fun creatures, you have things, you know, you have things based in reality, you have supernatural elements. Um, mm-hmm. It's just so fun. It's just, it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I love it. It is. It, 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 it's an, I have to watch it every year. And even though I've already mm-hmm. watched it now for this Halloween, like I wouldn't put it past myself to also put it on again on actual Halloween. Um, what was your um, but- first experience? like watching trick-or-treat well it's so funny that you brought this up because i was thinking about this too i have a memory of being in the cafeteria in high school so it had to have been my freshman year of high school because i only i stopped taking lunch after <laughs> freshman year of high school yeah girl i just i was like crazy i, I, just, for what I reason, always forget like you? i don't think about our age difference but then i'm like okay okay well no i it wasn't th- it wasn't when it came out this was after it no came yeah out. no i, I was I not know, because i was right? i was a sophomore in high school when this came out <laughs> Um, and I remember my friend Alana, she was telling me, and this is a movie that I had like maybe heard of in passing scene, but like for something about it, like, I don't know, like it never like struck me to watch it. I feel like it was also one that was also on like Fearnet and shit. Um, and she was talking about like, oh, I watched this movie, Trick or Treat. And she's, I just remember her describing to me this scene of like, yeah, and like the principal like poisons this kid and he's vomiting everywhere and it's gross. <laughs> and, and of course, like, and there's like talking about all this crazy shit in it. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, oh, this is like, she watched some crazy, like, like late night sci-fi network depraved shit. Like, what is she talking about? But then of course I was like, well, I have to, I have to find this now. Like I, even if I put it on and I see the scene and I'm like, no, and turn it off. And it was one of those miraculous experiences that I feel like everyone has one, not even necessarily for horror, but there's like a movie where like, you've known of its existence. It's never struck you in any way to watch it. Or like, you're like, Oh, I'll get around to it. And then you finally watch it. And you're like, Oh my fucking God, 
I was such a fucking idiot going all these years not <laughs> watching this absolute fucking masterpiece. This was made for me. I love this. And that was my experience. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm about to be annoying as fuck about this shit. Like, this is the movie. Um, so thank you to my high school friend Alana for putting it finally fully onto my radar. And now, now it is the gift that keeps on giving to me. It's funny that you brought up Fearnet because that's how I watched it originally because I did nice. see it right when it came out. Um, I don't remember if it got a theatrical release or not, um, but I yeah, just I remember know. in high school when I was like freshman year and sophomore year, me and my best friend at the time, Amani, used to always just go up to my my house after school and we would sit on my couch and we would put on Fearnet and we'd put on whatever like <laughs> struck our fancy because Fearnet had some crazy shit. I miss it so much. Um and at the time, oh, I was like a big Kyle XY girly, and the not fucking Kyle XY, no belly button. Oh, Kyle XY, um, <laughs> the, the actor who plays the brother Jean Luc Bellado was. I found like I was like you know I still do this with actors I love, but like I was sixteen, so I was like <laughs> you know I have to watch everything that they're in, and yeah. I saw that he was going to be in an upcoming horror anthology called Trick or Treat. And I was like, well, of course I have to watch that for John Luke, um, which he's literally in, he's barely in it. I mean, he's in the scene with the the bus scene. He's the the boy who's nice to Ranga. Oh, um, okay. With the, the skeleton mask. Um, and so I was like, Amani, we have to watch this movie because I have to watch it for him. And I was gagged. I thought it was going to be terrible. I just remember being like, this movie is going to be so bad. It's mm-hmm. I'm just ready just to watch him and then kind of turn it off. And I was so surprised by how much I loved it. And I've watched it probably like at least once every other year since I was 16 because it's just so good. And we, I have like so much trick or treat shit. Like I'm looking at my fridge right now and we have three fucking Sam magnets on the fridge. It's uh, absurd. Well, it's funny you say that because I literally am in my room right now and above my like windows, I got them a few Halloweens ago. They're these like, like, you know, like, the vintage, like, Halloween decorations with, like, the paper decorations that you would, like, just, like, mm-hmm. stick on the wall. It's those, but it's four different Halloween – or not Halloween – trick-or-treat designs, one of which is, like, Sam with his little candy lollipop. Oh, I love that. And then I literally watched this damn movie last night underneath my trick-or-treat blanket that I got at Spirit Halloween last year. Um, Incredible. So, girl, I get it. I need – I need – I want – I would love, like, a big, like, nice – pull over like trick-or-treat like sweatshirt that I could Ooh, live yeah. in. That's what I that's what I need. Um extra large so I can like fucking suck my knees up into it. Um <laughs> but I think um a good trajectory for this mini sode is let's start with the, essentially the different segments. And I want to say something sure. about which I guess technically isn't a segment, but it's like the opening where um it's the couple coming home from their night out and she's tired. She's fed up and she wants to take down the decorations. Girl, I felt this every time I watched this movie and I felt it again last night. I'm literally, I, in general, everyone in this movie, in my opinion, gets exactly what they deserve. No yeah. innocent blood is shed, in my opinion. That's that's how I'm going to stand on that hill. I can't even tell you how fucking psycho I think she is to be doing this shit. <laughs> In general, blowing out a jack-o'-lantern, girl, you don't know the rules. That aside, what time is it there? Fucking at least 10 p.m. if not later when she's coming back, probably later. And she's like, 
oh, like, my mom's coming into town. Like, she's going to hate this. So much to unpack. You're going to fucking take down your entire huge yard of Halloween decorations at 10 o'clock at fucking night. Go the fuck to sleep. Like, psychotic behavior. Like, in general, I feel like if you got up the next morning and immediately did it, it's just, like, relax a little bit. But, like, that night? What are we doing? Yeah, it seems like she, the vibe I get from her character is that, like, she doesn't really love Halloween that much. She's kind of just like does it because she feels kind of obligated to like do the traditions of it. But then why do you decorate your house so extravagantly if you don't Oh my God, yes. really care? And like my ass would have Halloween decorations up outside my house all year round if it, if Greg would let me because I love Halloween decorations. I mean, he kind of has to force me to take them down around like Thanksgiving and then I'm like, fine, yeah. I guess we can. I, yeah. I cannot relate to her in any capacity. Um, you know, just have a little bit of fun. Why do you got to be such a party pooper? She gets exactly what she deserves. Sam is like not having oh, yeah. that shit. Well, my favorite thing is like you start with the POV like through his little mask before you've seen him. So it's mm-hmm. like through the burlap sack. And you see her when she like blows up the candle and it cuts back to him. And all you hear is this like little gasp. He's like <gasps> – because he like cannot believe she's done this. And he's like <gasps> – disrespecting me in front of my fucking face i'm gonna have to beat the fuck out of you bitch um (laughs) but yes and then after that we get to the actual first story which is uh principal steven Mm -hmm. um principal principal wilkins his his name is steven yeah, but Principal, Principal steven Steven. i'm on a first name (laughs) basis with the principal bitch okay um Professor Steven, um, anyways, and then his whole thing is, like, he comes home, because this bitch fucking pissed me off, too. The fucking kid that's walking through the neighborhood with, first of all, pick up your damn pillowcase full of candy. Dragging that shit across the dirty, damp ground. It looks gnarly. It's nasty. But then, like, just what I think about this all the time. When I was living at home and I would... I would decorate my whole family home. It was like my job because I would take it. I wanted it. It was like, I'm on Halloween decoration duty. Everyone get out of my way. And I went hard. And I would also do jack-o'-lanterns every year. Put them out. You've been at my house once when we did jack-o'-lanterns. We put them on the front step. Mm -hmm. I always think about if someone, if I watched a kid come up on my fucking front step and like destroy my jack-o'-lantern, y'all have to restrain me on site. I'd be ripping out that door and like, I hate to say it, maybe beating up a fucking child. Like, (laughs) <laughs> what are we doing like like so that shit pisses me off so once again getting exactly what he deserves in my motherfucking opinion but then obviously like i saw the infamous finally the scene of him getting poisoned by the halloween candy because he didn't do the rule of checking your candy before you eat it mm-hmm. um and just projectile vomiting like it's chocolate gross. fucking stomach bile um and the the nastiest thing about it is because like I don't know, like, it's really hit or miss for me, like, in a movie or something, if, like, vomit's gonna make me, like, be like, ugh. Because, like, mm-hmm. I know that it's fake. Um, but it was more so, like, the gurgling noises of it, like, yes, I setting in agree. his stomach and, like, coming up his throat. Ooh, it was nasty. Yeah, it's it's the before he pukes that's worse. Because, yeah, it's just this, like, deep gurgling sound coming from, mm-hmm. like, the depths of his stomach. And you know it's going to be fucking nasty. Yeah. I hate that kid. I mean, I'm glad he got what was coming to him. He was being a little brat. He was being a glutton. He he just sucked. And, I mean, 
I think that the whole principal story throughout the entire film is really interesting because I feel like he has maybe the most like twists and surprises yeah. that come around because I feel like you constantly are expecting the principal's motives to be one thing and then it's always something else. Um, so I, I love it. But I, also I hate his son because his son is also annoying as hell, screaming out that yeah. window. But he's also cute. So it's like, I don't he know. He's going to be a... He's going to be a, a, a serial killer just like his daddy one day. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right with the twists and turns because that's like already the, the twist that it's like, oh, the, like the school principal is like this like mm-hmm. serial killer living in their neighborhood. Great twist. Then there's the whole thing where he's like burying the body and we get a, the, the timeline glimpse thing happening of his next door neighbor, <coughs> Logan Roy, um, you know, yelling at him through the fence and begging for help, which we don't realize until later is like, oh, when he's getting attacked by Sam, but, like, Principal Wilkins is like, well, you're a fucking annoying neighbor, so, like, I'm not fucking helping you. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, everyone getting what they deserve. Um, but then, yeah, like, his son is screaming out the window at him the whole time, being annoying, and he's clearly annoyed by it. And you're like, oh, he's going to go back in. It's this moment where he's like, yeah, let's go to the basin and carve the pumpkin or whatever the fuck. And you're like, oh, he's going to kill his son. Because they literally have a oh, shot yeah. of him, like, raising up the knife, and you're like, damn child murder this early alex is gonna love this um second child murder yeah literally that's true yeah actually um and then it's them you're like oh he didn't stab his son and then they twist again because they're like but they're carving the head of this child that they like just fucking killed or daddy just killed which is insane and then yeah later you get the him being like his like shtick is like being a vampire he's not really a vampire but he wears like metal fangs it's just giving like so loser coded like (laughs) oh i'm a vampire like girl just kill me at this point this is embarrassing for you what are we doing um and then yeah which that happens and i would say probably of the four stories because it's that one the girl the the werewolves the the children Mm -hmm. and logan roy and that's the thing, too, why this is the greatest anthology. Is like, I think all the stories are good. I like and enjoy all of them. But I would say if I had to rank them, this would maybe be my lowest um, okay. I think of the four. The, I think that the Brian Cox one is always my least favorite just because mm. I, I do love the reveal of who he is in, in like relation to the other stories. But I don't know why. I always find – I think it's because it's the last one. I don't know. It's always my yeah. the one that I feel like drags a little bit. I think my favorite is the werewolf one, just because I love these powerful women. I love Anna Paquin. Um, it's it's just very fun, and I think that yeah. to jump ahead to this story, um, it's it's a big build up to the big reveal of oh well, these girls are werewolves because the whole time when they're getting their costumes and they're you know trying to find dates to bring to their party, it just seems like they're trying to get laid because, you know, Anna Paquin's character keeps being like, what's my first time? I need to find the right guy. And her sister is like, you know, just trying to find any guy for her because she's like, you know, it's, it's too late. You just need to like do this already. Stop being a baby. And then when it turns out that it's like, oh no, but it's, it's not the first time she has sex. It's the first time she has a kill as a werewolf. It's so satisfying. And I think that the, Mm -hmm. the music and the way that they transform is so unique to werewolf films because you know I'm not a huge werewolf person. I really appreciate original and creative transformation sequences. And this one I feel like 
does it so well because it's not the like they're morphing into a creature. It's them literally ripping their fucking skin off. And it's like, oh, the costumes that they were wearing yes. were the the women. That was the costume. And they're just like sliding it off like they're wearing gloves. And it's just like the furry werewolf underneath. It's so, so creative and spooky. And I loved it. No, that that transformation scene um, is, is an all-timer. Like part of me is like, I don't know. Parts of it I feel like are up there in terms of like just like how fun it is to fucking watch and creativity. I feel like it's up there with American Werewolf a little bit, which I once again maybe is a blasphemous thing to say. Um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, and and I said this before. I said it on our Ginger Snaps episode. Women should be werewolves. There are not enough female fucking werewolf media. Let's fucking get it churning. Um, So this is great too. Love Anna Paquin. Bicon. Legend. Um, and even now when you watch it back after you've watched it one time, you watch it back and like, even the things they're like saying to each other, like specifically, like hint to the fact that like they are werewolves and what's to come, which is really fun because it's like first time watching, if you're just going in dry, like you're not going to be like, Hey, I think they're werewolves. Like you're not going to put that together. Like you're just going to be like, something is happening or something's going to go on, but like they really get you. And it's like, and of course, like when she's like walking to the party and she's attacked by vampire Wilkins, he's like, Oh, like my, my, what big eyes you have. Cause she's dressed as red riding hood. And then you cut back to late. Cause you're like, Oh God, she got fucking got. And then it cuts back to like, no, she's fine. She got him. And then right before she like fucking kills him, she says like, my, my, what big eyes you have. Like it's for the girls. I will say, I wish sadly now that the song wasn't Marilyn Manson's Sweet Dreams because he mm. is a disgusting rapist um, and he should burn in hell. So, I did you not know. realize that's who it was. I was just like, the vibes are No, there. it's okay. Yeah, no, which is why it sucks. Um, there is, they do also have one, um, the Arsler in here, I believe twice, which I don't love. Oh, yes, they do. They do. Yeah, that's, that's like um, my main issue. Those are my two notes. And you know what? When finally we get Trick or Treat 2, which is supposed to happen, <gasps> just fix that and it'll be perfect. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the trope of like, oh, the the evil serial killer man thinks he has his next victim, but then she turns mm-hmm. the tables because she's either like – more evil or crazy or you know yeah more dangerous than he is I love that it's always so fun it always works for me especially because you get to see him in action at the parade uh murder another poor woman and yeah. then just leave her body on the side of the road so you're like oh, oh no he's coming for Anna she's just like the sweet little girl who's just trying to find some guy to like bring to this party little do they know She's and a badass she's werewolf. A fucking legend. She's everything. She's and I love that they the women are like fucking like skin off, like titties ripped off their chest. They're fucking wolves. They're eating men. And then literally it like pans and it's little Sam just like sitting on a log. Just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Do, do, do. like he's for the girls. And I'll fucking say it till I die. Little Sam is for the girls. And I don't know what to tell you. Like they also – they throw in little, like, foreshadowing things, too, with the werewolves to try to, like, m- make you think it's werewolves, which if you're not – if it's the first time you're seeing it, you're probably not going to realize. But there's a moment um, – I think it's there – it's in that sequence with the girls, and then it cuts to the bus sequence, and that you hear howling in the background, and Rhonda goes, oh, 
werewolves. And the boy mm. she's with is like, there's no such thing as werewolves. But I'm like, there's that little like hint there for you. It's the werewolves. There they are. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's talk about that sequence with the kids yeah. because that's a great sequence, as they all are. That might be my favorite. Um, okay. It's very not, It's so hard. Yes. Feel, and that I one, that's... I think, feels the most Halloween-centric because it is like they're collecting the jack-o'-lanterns. They're yeah. like, you know, they're at that age where they don't want to trick-or-treat anymore, but they're not old enough to like, you know, go do adult things. So they're right. just making their own fun. And of course, it's a little bit mean-spirited at the girl who's a little strange, a little quirky. Um, and also, you know, it's tied in with this lore and this history of oh this like this horrible thing that supposedly happened where all these kids were murdered um it's it's very like 15 year olds doing i mean because we get obviously the great flashback sequence to the story of like the kids on the school bus with all the old like vintage masks which is like dark and fucking horrible but obviously they come back and get their revenge which is great which like we not only see them get it on these kids but then like full circle which we'll get to momentarily with the logan roy story at the end because he's spoiler Mm -hmm. the goddamn bus driver that did it to them which is also great after the whole prank thing when they're like oh well then we set this whole up like what what's the bus doing here and she's like well the story was true it's just like we just like lied about them coming back and blah blah Mm -hmm. does she know but i love Rhonda because I see elements of myself in her I don't think that I am quite like her in terms of being like socially awkward or however you Mm -hmm. want to put it um but I I ride for a bitch that has respect on the name of Halloween and the thing is like it's not a competition I get it but like I am the type of bitch where I'm like I love the Halloween season I'm gonna go hard for all of October I have the Halloween mindset all year round girl but like there is something about October 31st specifically the day of Halloween that I feel like some people do not respect and you know it's like oh well like Halloween falls like for example on a Tuesday this year suddenly everybody's clocked the fuck out well I did Halloween weekend congratulations wake the fuck up Put the fucking candle in the jack-o'-lantern. Put some candy corn in your fucking mouth and get your goddamn costume on. Like, that's the shit where I'm like, and if you're not riding like that, I don't want to fucking hear shit about you fucking liking Halloween. Or that we're on the same page. That shit makes me irate, bitch. I'm just like, I'm hearing excuses. I'm hearing you're lazy. I'm hearing you want to clock in when it's convenient for you. Bitch, it is all Hallows Eve. Step your pussy up. And my girl Rhonda, her pussy is stepped up. She's coming with the facts. She's coming with the jack-o'-lanterns. She is a fucking real one. And all these other bitches, I also don't understand. Obviously, it's like movie bullying. But it's like, mm-hmm. imagine doing that to somebody just because, like, they're a little, like, strange. She's very sweet and very nice. Like, literally, like, absolutely terrorizing her ass. For what? Yeah. I feel. I always feel for her, which is why I think – the revenge that she gets is so sweet because yeah, I love her energy. Her house is immaculately decorated with like a hundred fucking beautifully carved jack-o'-lanterns. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. She made her own costume for herself. She's really living her best life. And it's sad because she clearly thinks that these people are her friends. She clearly has a little bit of a crush on John Luke, as I do mm. as well. Um, and you know, it's I think that's also why it kind of comes as a surprise to me 
especially the first time I saw it, because obviously the the blonde girl who's like the lead of that sequence, she's obviously a mean girl. You can tell from the jump. Yeah. But everybody else in the group kind of seems like they're just going along with her, but are nice. Like John Luke is very nice to Rhonda. He's like trying to engage with her. Even the kid with the eye patch is like, you know, he's definitely weirded out by her talking about Samhain, but he's, you know, going along with it. He's hanging out with her. He's being nice to her. So it, it always takes me by surprise that they're all in on it. Yeah. And it's, it is just that, that adolescence of like, oh, you're a shitty little kid making bad decisions yeah. and not thinking about, you know, how the other person is going to handle what you've done to them and how it's going to affect them. And it's just so sad because she's, she panics so much. Doesn't she like fall and hit her head? Dog, like, that's the crazy part is she stumbles backwards, smacks her back yeah. of her skull on a rock. I think she maybe is bleeding because she's like holding the back of her head. And what kills me after that point is like already – y'all should be scared for your fucking life y'all almost went down for murder um and then she wakes up whatever is like so scared and then the mean girl once again because like jean-luc or whatever is like comforting her and like holding her being like oh it's all sorry like blah blah like you know it was whatever like we're done Mm -hmm. and then the mean girl's like so annoyed (laughs) and i'm like you should be thanking christ on the cross that this bitch is not dead like you came so close um but they get the ultimate nasty little kid revenge of like, I feel like in other movies, it would be like, oh, we're going to scare the shit out of them. Like mm-hmm. one of my favorite Halloween movies, which is Scary Godmother, the Cartoon Network special. There's nasty kids in that one that are mean to a sweet little girl. And the revenge that they get is the shit scared out of them by Scary Godmother and her friends. Great. This does that, but it goes, no, we're going to fucking rip you apart and that's the shit i love and i love every time that she they come back they're like oh my god and she's in the goddamn like lift elevator mm-hmm. thing they're like open the gate open the gate and she is just looking at them and that nasty bitch is really giving attitude in that moment like open it up god damn it and you see her like flinch a little bit and you already know you're like girl you are not in a position to be talking to that bitch that way i can tell you that much and she has the key and she goes to like oh i'm gonna unlock it psych i'm hitting the button and she goes up and she leaves them there to die i'm sorry but i am cheering in the stands girl i am literally like screaming fucking hooting and hollering and then this might also be i say like every fucking time sam's on screen i'm like this is my favorite sam moment but i love when she comes back up and she gets out of the elevator lift or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Sam's there. He's like fucking standing in like a fucking industrial pipe or some shit. I don't even know what it is. He's just standing there. And they make eye contact in theory. I mean, we can't really see his eyes. We can see his buttons. Um, And they just look at each other. And then they just move on. Because there is a mutual fucking yeah. respect. And I have made jokes about like, Oh, like, if Sam ever killed me, don't prosecute. I deserved it. But, like, the thing <laughs> is, like, never. I – That's the thing. He would never have to do that because I follow all the Halloween rules. I respect Halloween, actual Halloween as well, actual date, mm-hmm. with so much fucking respect. Girl, oh, my God. I just want to walk down the street and hold this little hand and take a trick or treating, please. But I love that little moment because he's like, okay, back to, back to my activities. Well, he's – there when the shit is going down because he is the spirit of Halloween. Um, exactly. But I think there's an added layer of satisfaction and when the bullies get killed because they're killed by a group of people 
a group of kids who are also, you know, classified as different and troubled mm-hmm. and yeah. who I'm sure dealt with a lot of bullying and similar experiences yeah. before they died. And so it's kind of like they're coming to her rescue and solidarity as, as somebody who, you know, oh, these are bullies that like I understand and I'm going to get them for you because that's fucked up. And it's just a beautiful little moment. It is. The thing is, like, the movie on some levels, like, sure, you can see it as, like, it's very mean-spirited. And there's nothing overly wrong with that. Like, sometimes a mean-spirited movie is fun. But on the other hand, with the mean-spirited nature of it, there also is, I don't know, for me, and maybe it's because I'm a fucked-up bitch in the head, there's, like, a loving nature. I don't give a fuck. Like, as we said, like, werewolves, they're getting that nasty-ass man. And they said, you are not going to get us, girl. We are powerful women. The bullies get fucking got. I I don't know. The first one, like, a nasty brat gets got. And I'm always on fucking team that. And then at the end, an evil fucking old man who killed children gets got. Which, let's jump to that segment. Because I also love what you said because I meant to bring it up. Um, in that Sam is the spirit of Halloween. Um which is also why this movie is fucking great. Because if you think of other major holidays, it's like Christmas, Santa Claus is the mascot. Easter, mm-hmm. Easter Bunny's the mascot. Even like St. Patrick's Day, it's like fucking the leprechaun with the fucking orange hair or whatever the fuck. Like Lucky Charms bitch or whatever the fuck his name is. Like sure. Where it's like Halloween is this huge, amazing holiday. And there's obviously a lot of like characters that you can associate with Halloween. Like skeletons, witches, ghosts. But there was no like... Who is like, who is Halloween's essentially Santa Claus? And we now have one. It's Sam. Because sure, he doesn't bring you treats like the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus. But he doesn't have to because Halloween's about getting treats. He makes sure that you earn those treats by following the rules. And if you don't, you'll get quote unquote tricked, which usually means lights out. Um, But I know that you said like obviously this segment for the reasons that I totally understand like maybe is your least favorite. But I think I really love this one because it's we get the most Sam in this one. Um, And we get the reveal of his little like like little pumpkin face. We get when he gets like shotgunned which always makes me sad. It's like they play like silly sounds over it. They're like (laughs) like a fucking slide whistle as he's like fucking getting blown up. But it's, like, because they know that, like, tee-hee-hee, that's not going to do anything. And then there's, like, the scene of, like, his little pumpkin gut hand, like, crawling back to his body and, like, like getting, like, reattached. <laughs> I love my son. Yeah, there's a lot in that last sequence that I do really like. I think I think it's the weakest for me just because – I guess it's, it's probably the shortest of them all. Um, and I think there's just – it's mostly just him facing off against Sam. And I think because maybe there's not a lot else going on it's not as interesting to me because I feel like all of the other segments are so complex and there's a lot of like twists and turns happening. Whereas this is kind of just a straightforward Sam is coming for him. And yeah, you get the reveal obviously that he's the bus driver, but other than that, it's very straightforward, but I love when he's in the bedroom and you get all the writing all over the walls and the ceilings and it's like the candles are going and it's like the atmosphere there is incredible. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I love when his little mask gets taken off and you get to see his pumpkin head. I mm-hmm. love when he puts the the lollipop in his mouth and he's like, nom, oh! nom, and, and it's like takes that bite and it makes it all spiky. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I don't think any of the sequences are bad. I think that that's probably just the one that I am drawn to the least, probably because it is the shortest and 
it is so straightforward, but I mean, you definitely get the most Sam and he, he, he really gets his revenge. Oh, I love when he's like on him and he's like fucking squealing like a pig. Oh my and God. He's like yeah. on his back and he's like, Rawr! and I'm like, <laughs> he's so silly for that. Um, and I love this, like, you get more of his, like, my another favorite thing of it. Like, everything he does, I'm like, oh, precious baby angel. He's the most beautiful child I've ever seen. Um, but, like, I think it's, like, especially the scene when he's, like, about to stab Logan Roy with the lollipop. Mm-hmm. And then he hits the candy bar instead. And he, like, brings it up to his little mouth and he, like, like eats it or whatever. <laughs> but, like, you just hear his little breathing where he's, like, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, baby um i literally it takes like like i like the cuteness aggression when i fucking watch this movie is like everybody has to keep like a fucking like five foot radius between themselves and me otherwise they are in physical danger um yeah and then obviously that all comes to an end where you're like oh wow okay like because he it's fun because he like in theory followed a rule of halloween yeah accidentally about like giving out candy you need mm-hmm. to do that. You can't be that old crotchety bitch with your lights off and not giving the kids candy. So sorry. Um, but he does it. He gives it to Sam accidentally. So it's like, oh, he's spared. But then it's like, but not really because later and he comes to the door and it's like a great – he's like fucking bandaged up. He's got like candy <laughs> in his like little like sling. There's like a little girl and she's like, I love your mummy costume. She's cute and so sweet. God bless her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – he like closes the door and then it's like oh the doorbell rings again and who's at the door but like the fucking waterlogged children of the bus like there to get him um it's so fucking good um yeah at the end of the day all sam wants is for you to respect the holiday yep enjoy halloween give out candy experience the day where the the veils between the worlds are the thinnest and Put respect on the dead. Put respect on the mm-hmm. holiday. It's not that hard. And if you follow the rules, you're going to have a great time. And if you don't follow the rules, then Sam might God help end you. up in your bedroom. Yeah. You literally. Um, yeah. So that is trick or treat. Um, I don't know. I mean, I own this now. Um, I, it's on my Apple, my iTunes. Um, oh. But it is streaming on Max too. Yeah, that's so, right. Perfect movie to pregame Halloween on Halloween Eve. Perfect movie to watch on Halloween. It is the Halloween movie. Um, And yeah, as Alex said, some advice, you know, give out candy. Check your candy before you eat it. Wear a costume. Do not blow out your motherfucking jack-o'-lantern before the night's end. You are asking for it. Um, And yeah, just follow the rules and like respect the holiday. Um, But... Thank you all so much for listening to so many mini-sodes and episodes this month. Even if you didn't listen to all of them, just thank you for listening to one. Thank you for being here. Um, We hope that you have the best Halloween imaginable. Creeps, we will see you so soon for our November main episode, which will be a lot of fun. And then... We might, we might have to take it a little easy, mini-sode-wise, because we went fucking ham this month. <laughs> um, yeah. But there'll be so much backlog for you to listen to, so it's fine. No, enjoy your Halloween. It only comes around once a year. It's the best fucking time of year. Fall is here before the fucking winter destroys our souls. I know. Eat a lot of candy. Watch yeah. all the horror movies. And mm-hmm. leave out some candy for Sam. 
Yeah. A little 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 chocolate bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And as always, creeps, keep it creepy. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye.